Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Davis, and I'm so glad that you're here today. I am also so excited for you to hear today's episode. We have a special guest with us today, Kristen Bowen. She is from Living the Good Life Naturally. And in this episode, she shares so much of her personal health story and how going through really a crisis of health in her life led her to the life that she lives today and knowing so much about the importance of magnesium and its effects on the body and how to know if we have optimal levels and what to do if we don't. And she just shares so much wisdom and knowledge. And I know that you're going to learn a lot from her. I definitely learned a lot from her. You'll hear in this conversation about just her passion behind it and how it's really made such a difference in her life and the lives of the customers and clients that she serves. So I'm really excited for you to get to hear this episode. So let's get into it. Here's my conversation with Kristen. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Elena, and I am so happy that you're here today. And I'm really happy because we have a special guest with us here today, Kristen from Living the Good Life Naturally. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I am so excited to get into our conversation today, and I think it's going to be really helpful for my listeners. But before we jump into all of that, I want you to just tell us a little bit about you so we know you a little better, a little bit about what you do. Okay, so I'm on a grandma high right now. I just got back. <laughs> so I'm going to start out with the sweetest parts of my life. Oh. I am a grandmother to six, oh and they are glorious little beings. And Sweet. I love being a mom, but being a grandmother, I have no words. <laughs> I have no mm. words for the experience. Um, I live here in Morro Bay, California with our little fur baby, and I have five children that are all launched and doing their thing successfully, which is a thrill. I live with my husband, who is a recent double amputee. So we're learning a little bit of a new dance in our life and experiencing things that we never thought we would at a deeper level of appreciation. And I love my company, Living the Good Life Naturally. Um, I've been doing it for almost 20 years. And it's something that doesn't feel like work to me. And so sometimes I work too much because it doesn't feel like work to me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. I understand that. I think most entrepreneurs can relate to that. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. So when we originally were um, put in contact with each other, I was super mm-hmm. interested in what you do because I really hadn't um, heard of anyone super specializing in talking oh. about magnesium. So we're going to get into that in a minute, but um, can you Tell me a little bit about how you got started in this journey. How did you realize that was really such a need that you needed to fill? Right. So I was raised in a very Western medicine home Mm -hmm. and you did what the doctor said. And I did that. My family did that. It worked until Mm -hmm. it didn't. (laughs) And when it didn't work, it was really bad. Um, I had, uh, it was after my last baby was born, had a bladder tie up that needed to happen on the table my heart stopped. They coded me and it was the beginning of hell for my family for three and a half years. And it was through the process of putting my health back together because they couldn't figure it out. Now we found out I have Melissa syndrome. Melissa syndrome is an immune reaction to titanium. But the problem was at the time when they put those titanium screws in me to hold that cadaver graft, to hold my bladder, they thought it was inert. So they weren't looking for issues like, why was I having seizures? Why did I end up on a feeding tube? Why was I, you know, having to be, have a catheter and a colostomy bag? What was shutting down my body? And they didn't even know to ask for that. And so it was through that process of that crash in needing to take more responsibility for what was happening because I wasn't finding answers that I discovered magnesium and fell in love with 
magnesium and the benefits and what it did for me, what it did for my family. And that crash, looking back now, I I never want to live that again. At the same time, though, I wouldn't give it away for anything because it was where I learned some really basic core principles that changed my life that I'm still sharing to this day, 20 years later, I call it grandma wisdom. And sometimes (laughs) we walk away from that grandma wisdom when we're trying to get healthy and we need to get back to the basics and make sure we're giving our body that strong foundation. And once we do that, then let's figure out what else we need to do. So many times, a lot of our symptoms and our problems are just a lack of a strong foundation. And so I'm all about helping women build a strong foundation. Yeah. Wow. And And it starts with magnesium. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And I I love that you've been able to take that experience, which is mind blowing. I mean, my listeners can't see you. I can see you. And so it is hard for me to imagine that being your story. Like you just seem so vibrant. I lost my hair. Oh my goodness. I was, um, I wish I had pictures of it to, you know, we were, it it put such a stress on my young family at the time oh, that and, you know, I'm old enough. There weren't cell phones that you whipped out of your pocket. <laughs> right, <laughs> not that picture. you probably would have felt up to that. <laughs> um, but it, I wish I had pictures because um, most of my hair was gone, my eyebrows, my eyelashes fell out. A good day for me was opening my eyes. A good, that wow. was a good day, and. I was insulated at the time. I was so sick and so out of it. I didn't realize how stressful it was on my family, but they had to live through it at a whole different level. And it's taken years for us to put puzzle pieces back together. And and sometimes when people will say, oh, it's so expensive to be healthy. And I agree, it's more expensive to be sick. And some of the things that I lost I money can't replace. I didn't see my youngest little one walk. I didn't hear her first words. And and that's irreplaceable, those memories. And so it is expensive to get healthy, more expensive to be sick. Yeah, that's a great point. I think so many of us in this industry have some kind of story, you know, that's driven us into that. You know, I, I definitely have that myself of just being so sick and having so many symptoms and having no idea what to do. And, and that thing of having to figure it out for ourselves and then realizing, okay, no one should have to <laughs> go through that and figure it out for themselves. So I definitely get that and relate. And that is such a fuel to, to share with people. So one thing that I think is so important is for people to kind of come to that, hopefully not through such a tragic means, but come to that feeling of owning their own health journey and why their health is so important to them. Why do you think that that is such a crucial step for people in their overall health journey to kind of come to that, what it is for them? Because if you're not accepting the responsibility and accountability that it takes for creating health, you'll constantly push it away. And so you have to have that moment of, oh, it's not my doctor's responsibility to make sure that I'm getting enough fiber and protein and hydration and sleep. Mm -hmm. But that's actually what I used to do. I didn't, I didn't do any of those things. And then I go to the doctor and say, I'm so tired. Help me. I'm so tired. And it was in through that process that you recognize when you do lose it and recognize I've lost this and the quality of my life has changed. And because the quality of my life has changed, I'm not able to do the things that I want to do in my corner of the world to make it a better place. And right now you and I are recording this in 2022 and there's a lot happening in our world that's heartbreaking. And we all need to be working in our corners of the world to make it a better place for children. And that's, that's my goal is, is doing anything and everything I can to empower a woman that she wakes up and feels good, that she's in a magnesium rich environment in her body for hormonal health. Mm -hmm. And because when that happens, when she wakes up feeling good, she starts creating instead of, oh, give me 10 more minutes of sleep. And when that woman is in creating mode, 
she's creating and making a difference for the people around her, for her community. Mm -hmm. And you put all those little puzzle pieces together and we make an incredible change. Yeah, that's great. I love that. It really does spill over into those rooms. It's not just about us. So let's talk about magnesium for a little bit. So okay. why open the door? Let's get She's going. So this is my favorite topic. <laughs> so why is magnesium so important and what does it do in the body? I don't I think most people are just like, I, I know it's like a mineral, but that's right. all I know. Right. So magnesium is so important because we know in 2022, we know more than ever how important our immune response is. Mm, And we know how important at a completely different level, how important our vitamin D levels are. Like we need strong vitamin D levels. I live in California. It's sunny all the time. My neighbors all have low vitamin D. Vitamin (laughs) D is more than just sunshine and more than just a pill and a bottle. And if you have low vitamin D, you have low magnesium because you need magnesium to take your stored vitamin D where it takes your cholesterol, it converts it into active vitamin D and therefore gives you a strong immune system for one thing. And there are so many others that magnesium does, but it is the first step that you need to put that foundation into place so that things are working. Hormone health. We have women so unbalanced and they, they'll chase all of these different things that they need to do when in actuality they need the magnesium to activate the enzyme to clear estrogen out of their liver. And a pill of magnesium doesn't do that. It doesn't give you enough magnesium. You cannot take an oral pill to get to cell saturation. And that's where magnesium starts doing and kickstarting all of these processes. And so that's where my passion lies is helping women to soak in magnesium and not only soak, but take more of that responsibility, take more of that accountability and achieve cell saturation. But the disconnect is if you're overwhelmed, how do you take more accountability and responsibility for your health if you're living in overwhelm land? Mm -hmm. And we simply need to remember that overwhelm is not an emotion. It's a lack of action. Mm. It's a lack of action. So if you're experiencing overwhelm, let's kick in and take a micro action on something and walk away from that overwhelm so that we can start taking that responsibility, achieve cell saturation and give our body those basic processes that it needs. Yeah. Taking those first steps. It, I, so often when I work with a client, it doesn't really matter what the issue is. It is so wonderful to watch. It's like one action, one thing that they put into place just starts, you know, spilling over into other things and they, they feel less overwhelmed and more in control that they can actually do something. So I I love that. And, and really focusing on the foundation, like you're saying of all of these things. And so it's very common that we chase, like you said, we chase all the symptoms symptoms. we chase this diet, this type of exercise, this supplement or whatever. Work on thyroid for a while and then come back and work on hormones for a while and then stop that and work on sleep where When you change that and you shift your thinking and you say, okay, because your needs are different than my needs, but at the cellular level, Mm -hmm. we need a lot of the same thing. And so let's make sure we're feeding those mitochondria. We're feeding those cells. We're making sure that our enzymes can do what they need to do. And that's magnesium. That's where it starts is magnesium. You can go to any problem that's happening in the body, whether it's brain function, heart, lung, liver, no matter what. And you can trace everything back. And the starting point was low magnesium. Mm 
That was the first place it went wrong. And now at this point, and I don't know if you're old enough, this will show my age a little bit, but there used to be a late night infomercial and I feel it starting in the rhythm of my voice. And his name was Ron Pope. Does that? No. Okay. He know. was, he sold the, I think it was called the Slice-O-Matic. And okay. he would convince you it did everything. It sliced, it diced, it shredded, it julienned, and you just wanted that. And sometimes I feel like when I'm talking about <laughs> magnesium, I've turned into a late night, like infomercial person because it is where everything went off, but I never want people walking away thinking it will solve everything because yeah. it won't. Right. It is a process you need to put into place and mm -hmm. many things go away, but it does not solve everything because I always think of that listener that was like me when I was so sick and I would never want to feed them a false hope that, oh, it takes care of everything. Sure. It doesn't, but it is that first step, that first place that when we make sure that's in place, the HPA axis is in place, yeah. which means adrenals and thyroid and hormones are all working better. Uh, enzymes, you know, so many things get taken care of, but it doesn't cure or fix everything. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. And I think, you know, just really, and I love the way that you're saying that stressing, supporting the function of the body, like how it should function mm -hmm. can help so many things. It doesn't mean that there's not tweaking that needs to happen right. or some kind of shift in focus later on. But if you can get those foundations in place, then you know, okay, this still needs to be fixed or I can right. focus on this. Now it just gives you kind of a starting place and a much more solid foundation to work with. So I love that. Now is magnesium deficiency something that's very common among women? So let's talk about the answer to that is yes. And let me ask you, when was the last time you were stressed out? Oh gosh. Uh, that your stress oh, levels an went an hour out. ago. Okay. And <laughs> what happened? What, what, what happened in your body? Where did you feel it? Oh goodness. Uh, probably my like heart rate increased mm -hmm. would probably be the, the fastest one that I feel or my brain wants to check out. I'd say that's my second okay. go-to. So when that happens, is what's happening is your cortisol is going up and your magnesium is going out. Mm. And the world that we live in yeah. is not conducive to us creating a magnesium rich environment. And so is what happens is we're trying to create health and a calcium dominant environment. Mm. Now, one of our boys worked in cement and they used to put calcium in the cement to harden it. Mm. Um, we need our veins flexible. Yeah. That insulin going into the cell needs flexibility in our veins. So if we're in a calcium dominant environment because our stress is constantly spiking, it makes it really tough to have a magnesium rich environment. Now, depending on the studies that you read, there are numerous. Some studies will say 80% of us are not just magnesium deficient, but extremely magnesium deficient. And some will say 95. Wow. And so here's what I tell people, do this little evaluation. Did you eat sugar today? Did you eat carbs? Did you get an, not get enough sleep? And are you on any medications? Mm -hmm. And if your answer to those are yes, 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 and maybe a no, the chances are that you are extremely magnesium deficient is very, very high. And that goes for people taking oral supplementation because you can't take enough oral supplementation to offset the level that we're losing magnesium. And one of my philosophies is we need to be current. My grandparents, they didn't have to worry about their magnesium levels because they could get up from their food. Right. And one red bell pepper had enough magnesium for them for the day. Now we, you and I can go to the best grocery store, farmer's market, mm -hmm. and we can buy an organic red bell pepper and it doesn't even have trace amounts of magnesium. Wow. 
And so we need to make sure that we're current with the time that we're living in and getting that magnesium level and supplementing with it. I look at my grandbabies and I think of my beautiful 10-year-old granddaughter and I wonder what will she need to be focused on when she's in her 20s and 30s. And it might be different than what we are currently seeing as a problem. But because of that food issue, because of the overuse of synthetic fertilizers, because we have stripped it from our soil. Well, my husband would beg to differ with me there. It's not that we've stripped it from our soil. He's an ag biologist. It's not that we've stripped it from our soil. It's that we've rendered it incapable of the plant uptaking it. So okay. to be super technical. Okay. But, um, and so I'll, I'll tell him, I, we'll I didn't know about you, honey. <laughs> but because of that, we have to come in with plan B. And so many people think that they're hitting plan B with oral magnesium, yeah. but oral magnesium cannot get you to cell saturation. And the beautiful thing with magnesium is we have awesome inexpensive blood work that we can check our magnesium levels ourselves. Um, Western medicine hasn't really caught up with the newest research on it yet, okay. but we can go to a place like walk-in labs spend $45 and get a magnesium red blood cell test. And we know we want to be at 6.3 or above. And most people come in at three or four. And so moving those numbers, having that data, tracking it, you have so much information at your fingertips with just that one test. And it's not only getting there, it's maintaining it. Right. So my December is a little stressful. There's lots of things going on. End of the year things, family things, birthdays. There's so many things in our family. I know I need to soak more often. And so it's taking your lifestyle and realizing how often do I need to soak? Right now, I'm soaking every day. I just got back from being with grandbabies and very little sleep. And mm -hmm. I wasn't in my home. So my food was very different. And I knew that I burned through my magnesium levels. So I'm soaking every day to bring those back up. But there are some times that I only need once a week. And so really learning how to manage that mineral is so empowering for women once they understand I'm actually in control of how the minerals move through my body. So when we take that big, deep breath, do we actually understand we're helping our body hold on to the master mineral when we take that step? Like that deep breath takes on completely different meaning yeah. that we are managing our magnesium levels with that deep breath. Mm, wow. There's so much there. I just learned so many things. So thank you. I did not even know about that blood test. So uh, that is so important because I, I think for most of us, when we think, okay, how do I know if I'm deficient? We just think, well, last time I had my, you know, CBC and my enzyme and all that uh, count done, they said my magnesium so, was fine, you know? And so, oh, okay. So let's talk about that. Your serum magnesium is fine if you're alive and sitting up. Okay. <laughs> magnesium is so important for your body that it will pull from your heart, your pancreas, your bones, your liver to keep your blood serum at 1%. Wow. And so some people that's acceptable. They want to just know their blood serum, but I don't want to even look at my blood serum because if my blood serum is low, you're in the hospital. You're in major dire situation. Right. I want to thrive. I want my body to be strong. I want to climb swing sets and trees and jump on the trampoline and live a really full life with those grandbabies. And so I want to know what's around each cell. Gotcha. I'm interested in my bones. I'm interested in my blood sugar. I'm interested in my liver for hormone health. And so it's around each cell, the red blood cell that we want to make sure is saturated at 6.3 and above. And about five or six years ago, they actually dropped what cell saturation was. And 
when I spoke with the company, I said, why have the numbers changed? And they said, oh, no one was hitting it. Oh my goodness. So we lowered the bar. Well, just because my friends in the United States are lowering their standard for health Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I am. So I still live and die by that 6.3 or above. I want optimal optimal health. I'm not dropping my standard just because people are getting sicker and sicker. Oh, yes. That is, that is such a frustration with standard lab ranges anyway. Yes. Yes. Totally get that. Okay. Yeah. So that's really important to know. So we're not basing it on what our serum levels are. No. And so people will say, oh, my magnesium levels are good. Or they said my magnesium was good at two. Well, you're looking at a different type of test. Yeah. And so it's so important. Magnesium, red blood right. cell. Okay. So you've spoken to this a little bit, but can you talk in a little bit more detail when you are deficient, when you have this extremely low level, can that contribute to hormonal imbalance issues, reproductive challenges, all of that? Oh, absolutely. Because magnesium helps keep inflammation in check. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely heartbreaking to me, the rate of infertility that 20 and 30 and 40 year olds are experiencing. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't something that when I was in that age group that my friends experienced. And so it's changing as that health decreases. And part of it, not all of it, but part of it is simply a magnesium deficiency Mm -hmm. because if you have high inflammation, you're not going to get pregnant. And magnesium is what keeps inflammation balanced. And and also magnesium clears excess estrogen Mm -hmm. in the liver. And if you don't have enough magnesium to kickstart that enzyme, you're not clearing excess estrogen. And then you're getting estrogen dominant And that's really tough to get pregnant when you're estrogen dominant. So is it 100% fixed rate? Absolutely not. Is it a huge part of the problem? Absolutely, yes. Making sure that hormonally we're balanced. And it is heartbreaking to me when I see people chasing thyroid symptoms and do so much for their thyroid and then they'll get on the medication and they're like, I still don't feel as good. Magnesium is vital for thyroid hormone production. And if you don't have that happening, will get a pregnenolone steal and your body will steal yeah. the pregnenolone to create things that it shouldn't be creating. And so magnesium, again, is the first place that that all goes right. off. Yeah, that's so important. And you're very much preaching to the choir here because I have endometriosis and I went through four oh. years of infertility before having my daughter. And so oh. I've, I've oh. lived the trauma of all of that. And so it is so important to know that because, you know, two of the leading causes of infertility are PCOS and endometriosis. And both of those and are estrogen dominant. It's driven by your liver not clearing out the estrogen, which let's go back to the beginning. What's the first thing that went off? Low magnesium levels. And so let's go back and let's get that magnesium in place and put that liver back in shape to clear out that excess estrogen. So talk to me about, this is the thing that I, I, I really want to hear from you because this is the thing that I did not know. So talk to me about why transdermal magnesium is so much better than taking an oral supplement because you know mm-hmm. i i learned about the my, the need for magnesium with my my diagnosis when i worked with a uh, naturopath practitioner but mm-hmm. they gave me an oral supplement I mean, that's what they put me right. on and so i had i did not know this at all until i was in contact with you and started reading you know all of the um, education that you've put out so can you talk to us about that absolutely so Let's go to um, oral supplementation on a couple other different nutrients to kind of so that people can see this pattern and then they can make the best decision for themselves. So we know vitamin C is important, right? Vitamin C, there's tons of studies done on it. And so we go to the health food store, you buy a vitamin C supplement and it's ascorbic acid. Well, guess what? Ascorbic acid is made from high fructose corn syrup. (laughs) Ascorbic acid does not do the things that a true whole food vitamin C does. And so 
when we start taking synthetic nutrients, we've got a problem. And now we know that taking all of that ascorbic acid as vitamin C actually blocks iron absorption mm -hmm. and messes with iron and copper stores. Uh, that's a problem. And so vitamin D, we know how important vitamin D is. So a lot of people supplement with vitamin D, but we have a problem. We have a lot of people that are now getting cholesterol issues because taking that oral synthetic vitamin D is stopping the activation of cholesterol into active vitamin D. And so when we take a synthetic nutrient, there's a side issue that we're going to pay the price at some point. When you break natural law, there's a price that has to be paid. And so when we're taking synthetic magnesium, yes, we can get some benefit, but there's a couple things that happen. Number one, it slows down your body's natural peristaltic action. How many people depend on magnesium to move their bowels? We're making the bowels lazier. That's an issue. Number two, it increases the rate that your food is moving through your body and that changes how much of the nutrient you can actually uptake. Yeah. Nutrition is everything. And so I don't want to mess with that, but I do want to be at cell saturation. And then number three, you would have to take so much oral magnesium, it would cause you massive stomach yeah. issues. You would have blowout diarrhea, you would cramp you wouldn't be able to keep your food in. And so I bypass synthetic magnesium and I soak in it. And here's what I found in the beginning couple of years in that there are different types of liquid magnesium to soak in. One, I could buy it incredibly inexpensive from Russia or Utah, and it's very high in heavy metals. Now, once your liver doesn't have enough magnesium, you also can't clear out your heavy metals. Right. And I don't want to soak in a product <laughs> that I'm getting more heavy metals. Yes. Like that's not a good fit for me. You also can produce magnesium chloride in a lab and it's very inexpensive, but it doesn't move your red blood cell numbers because it's lacking the cofactors of a sea brine magnesium. You could also soak in flakes and use magnesium flakes, but it takes 400 cups of flakes to equal a quarter cup of sea brine undiluted magnesium. Wow. So people start with the flakes thinking they're doing it very economically, but in actuality, that's a very incredibly expensive way to get to cell saturation. And so I want magnesium that is sea brine that is low in heavy metals, that has the cofactors that move my magnesium cell levels. And so that's why I started doing it myself because the type of magnesium that you soak in becomes incredibly important. Yeah, especially if you're going to be spending money on it. <laughs> you want it to be something that actually matters right, that something works. in your body and doesn't right. make it worse. So that's yeah. right. Um, so you're talking about soaking. Are you talking about soaking in a bath? Are you talking about soaking your feet? Can it be either? Both is one better than the other? So one is not better than the other. I thought for sure, I'm a bath girl, and I thought for sure because it makes sense. You get in the bathtub, more of your body is exposed that that was more efficient, but it's not. I have done so many um, challenge groups through the years and said, okay, I'll pay for your magnesium. I'll pay for your testing. I just want the feedback yeah. to learn and understand what's happening. And time and time again, we've shown that soaking in the bathtub and soaking just your feet in a bowl of water, that the percentages are the same of women achieving cell saturation. Now, I have learned since my husband is a below the knee double amputee, that without your feet, it's very hard to uptake the magnesium because it's your feet that's uptaking. And that helped me solve the problem in that some women were saying, Kristen, my numbers just aren't moving. I soak, I get tested, nothing's happening. 
And so when we realized after my husband had this amputation, we couldn't keep his numbers up. And I realized and started asking the women, are you soaking in the bathtub? Most of them said, yes. Do you put your feet up on the edge? You know how you soak and you pop your feet up? You're not not uptaking the magnesium. And so they all started keeping their feet in the water and their numbers moved. Uh, So as long as your feet are in the water, I don't care if it's the bathtub or a bowl of water. We've learned over the years that we need a minimum of 20 minutes to really get your lymph to start that pumping action. Mm -hmm. And at 45 minutes, you've utilized 98% of the magnesium in that water. So your ideal time is between 20 and 45 minutes. Water temperature doesn't matter. Water quality doesn't matter. I'm a water snob. That one surprised me. But it does matter how hydrated you are. Magnesium is hydrophilic and it moves better in a hydrated body. Okay. Okay. That's super good to know. I, you know, I've often for years, I've been doing Epsom salt. I'm also a bath person. So for years I've been doing Epsom salt bath. And so, um, you know, I did not really realize quite the difference until I started really reading into it. And then when I, um, you were gracious enough to send me a product to try. And so I have loved it. I've added that to my bath and I was amazed at the difference, you know, with Epsom salt, like you kind of get a little bit of that, like you start sweating, like you can feel like it's doing something, but with this, it was so much faster and so much more. And I was like, wow, okay. I did not really, you know, I didn't think I would feel a difference quite that much of a difference. So with, with Epsom salts, we have to remember that they have sulfates Mm -hmm. and sulfates are so good for the liver. Magnesium chloride does not have sulfates. Now it would be like my sister and I, she looks very similar to me. Uh, We are very different. She takes apart engines. I love to shop for (laughs) shoes. So very, very different, but we look very similar. And Epsom salts and magnesium chloride are are the same pattern. They look very similar, but they do very different things. So sulfates are a great boost for liver, but there's not enough magnesium to ever get you to cell saturation. And that's my goal. So is what I do is I put the quarter cup of magnesium chloride so that I can get to cell saturation. And then I put in a scoop of Epsom mm-hmm. salts. So I get the benefit of the sulfates yes. along yes. with it. Yes. All right. That's, that's what I did. And I absolutely loved it. Um, so oh, yeah, good. I was a huge, I was a huge fan from the first try. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I love this. Um, so if let's say a listener is listening or let's just use me for an example, like based okay. on my history, health history, and all that I have going on, most likely I am deficient. I haven't had this test done, but I can just about guarantee you if I do, it's going to be super low. So what is a protocol that you typically recommend for someone? How often do they do this? Do they do it every day? And you've alluded to that a little bit, but you know, what, yeah. how do you recommend they go about that? And then how can they can they only tell by getting that blood test that it's getting better or are there other things they can look for to know that, Oh, this is working. Oh, I love all the layers of those questions. So first one, and if I miss some, let's make sure we cover (laughs) them. First one is over the last 20 years, as I have had the privilege of working with thousands of different women and getting feedback and being able to see that great big picture, and it increases your ability to learn and see the patterns. And so the 30-day challenge, soak in magnesium every day for 30 days. We want to saturate the cells. I used to say, get tested and then soak. Everybody's tests were coming back so low. And so you can get tested. It's an extra step. I don't ask my clients to do it anymore because we know- you're going to come back low. And so do that 30 day challenge. And then you have a decision to make realizing, I don't think I've ever done a 30 day challenge where I've hit every single day. Perfection is not required (laughs) in the 30 day challenge, but we do want to hit 80% of it to consider the 30 day challenge completed. And then you have a decision to make. And that is, 
do you want to know how much it moved your numbers or do you just want to ballpark it? And neither way is wrong. It's where you're at and what works best for you. And that is a lot of women will be like, you know what? I'm not going to do the blood work. I feel the difference. I feel more energized. I'm going to back off a little bit now and soak one to three times a week. And then some women want to know what happened, where are my numbers, and how often do I soak? And so it it's not a right way or a wrong way. It's just where are you at in the season of your life and what will work best for you? One thing that I do see happening that really, I always say magnesium shines the light on what's happening in your body. A lot of times we, the goal is after that 30 day challenge that you hit a five, a minimum. And I tell people, if you haven't hit five with that 30 day challenge, we have a crack in your foundation that magnesium is never going to fill. Mm. And we want your soaking. I want my soaking to be efficient. And so I do love it when people test, because if you haven't hit that five, we need to look at some other things that you're really deficient in, usually taurine deficiency, a boron deficiency, a hydration issue, or uh, managing stress levels and just adding more tools to manage stress levels. And so I do like that first test to be done because then you'll know, oh, okay, I hit a five, but I just barely hit it, which means don't back off your soaking to once a week. You're not going to increase to 6.3 if you were only at a five, where if someone were soaking, did the 30-day challenge, came in at 6.1, oh my gosh, go to once a week. You're good. We know that you really, your numbers moved well and you're on the pathway for self-saturation. And so to me, there's nothing, and I think this comes from, because we lost everything financially when I had my health crash. We were a middle-income family with only the death of our home and a medical issue. We would have had to have declared bankruptcy if my parents wouldn't have stepped in and helped us. And so I hate people wasting money or soaking more than they need to. And so getting that one test done really does show you, do I need to soak a lot or is one or two times a week going to be enough? And so it will really help gauge how much magnesium you're going to have to end up buying. And a lot of times like women will say, oh my gosh, I soaked for two years, finally went and got my test done. I'm at 7.2. I've been soaking too much. And so that one test after the 30 day challenge is really going to help you regulate how much magnesium that you do need to purchase. Now, if you're at a 5.3, it is going to take more. But now we know we can get in there. We can support the body. We maybe need to add some taurine. If appropriate, PCOS people would never want to add boron because that aggravates PCOS. But if appropriate, we could supplement with some boron because boron helps hold magnesium in the cell. So that one test is really going to individualize your magnesium experience and help you determine how much you need to soak moving yeah, forward. Okay. That makes, that makes so much sense. And it, I, I guess that's more just kind of a guide to what mm-hmm. you need to do moving forward. So right. where can people learn more about magnesium, about what you do? If they are, they're like, I'm in, I'm ready. Let's order it. Tell us all the things about where we can find all of that. Okay. So I am active on social media and I'm on YouTube and Facebook and I have people in the company begging me to do TikTok. I haven't made the leap <laughs> I haven't done it. I love, I love TikTok, but I haven't made the leap yet, but I am very active on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And they're on YouTube and my blog there are hours and hours and hours of me talking about the basics of magnesium, reducing inflammation. And one of the things that we're doing as a company is because, you know, if there's 
30 hours worth of content. <laughs> who really has 30 <laughs> hours? And my kids would say, who really wants to listen <laughs> to mom talk <laughs> for 30 hours <laughs> about it? And so is what we're doing is we're in the process of switching all of our videos searchable inside the video. Mm -hmm. So let's say you would be focused on your burn rate then you would type in burn rate in the upper right-hand corner of that video, and it would be time-stamped. And every single time I talked about burn rate, it would flag it for you and make it a link that you can go to. And we are loving yeah, that technology. Great. And we're getting so much feedback from our clients um, that they are loving it too, because there's a lot, there's hours and hours there. Um, another thing is they can just go to the website on the blog, livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. We do have right now, um, if they choose to purchase the magnesium, they can sign up for a free 30 day challenge. Well, where they will actually receive a text every day for 30 days. Number one, it's just a way to remind you, Hey, did you soak in your magnesium yet? And then it also just drops you little bits of information and education and hopefully will answer those questions you have along the journey. Okay, wonderful. Okay, and that's where the store is as well. They can go ahead and buy and all that. Is there? Do you recommend right. a certain thing to start off with? Would that be the, the bottle? Would that be the first thing yes. that you recommend? Oh, that's this is a great question. So we have the 32 ounce and to do the 30 day challenge, you would need two of those. Okay. We also have a magnesium muscle cream, um, a magnesium lotion and a magnesium spray. Now, depends on what your goal is. If you are like me and you want cell saturation, you want your hormones having the benefit of a liver that can you know, process out estrogen and create thyroid hormone and all those things that we've talked about today, then you want cell saturation. Spraying magnesium from a spray bottle on your body will never get you there. And so the spray is good to help hold you once you're there, but it's not enough to get you there. Just like the magnesium muscle cream is great pre and post workout sore muscles. Um, I'm at the computer a lot. And so I rub it across the top of my shoulders. Love it for that. But it will never get you to cell saturation. And neither the magnesium lotion was created when my grandbabies were mm -hmm. born. Um, all of the acid reflux, acid reflux starts because of low magnesium, because magnesium closes that sphincter. And so I created that for babies. And so the magnesium lotion can never get you to cell saturation. And so if you want a spot treatment, look at those three products. If you are in and you want to achieve cell saturation, give your body that strong foundation, then you'll want two of those 32 ounce jars. Perfect. Awesome. And I'll put all of this in the show notes so that I'll link it. So it's an easy, easy Great. click over for people. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about or mention? Yes, there are so many things that we can do to reclaim our health that don't cost anything. The way we breathe, the words we say, the thoughts we think all play a role in how much magnesium we hold in our body. And Going from calcium dominant to magnesium rich is more than just soaking in magnesium. It's about stepping into a place of gratitude. It's about experiencing that gratitude, not just making a list. Everybody can make a list of the things they're grateful for. It's about really feeling it, thinking about it, and experiencing gratitude in our body that expands us and helps us to hold on to that magnesium. And I think sometimes in the process of chasing down the perfect eating plan or the perfect supplement or the perfect food, mm -hmm. we forget how powerful those basic pieces of grandma wisdom are. Eat your vegetables, mm -hmm. chew them well, drink your water, get your sunshine, get to bed on time, and making sure we've got those foundations in just help us hold on to the magnesium that we have. 
Yeah, that's great. Those are great, great tips. And so, like you said, so easy to forget because it's it's just so easy for us to chase that yeah. checklist. Yeah. Oh, order this, buy that, do that. So, and when we're great. chasing, we're really in an energy system that's not ours. Like yeah. I've got Mac and Windows and I can go on Windows and do Mac commands and it's never going to work because I'm in right. the wrong operating system. And when women are chasing they're not in their natural operating system Mm -hmm. because when women are in their operating system, they're attracting things to them. And so Mm -hmm. stopping that chase really enriches every area of your life. Wow. I love that. That is a great piece of grandma wisdom. Thank you for that. A few things along the way. I love it. I love that. Well, thank you for being here with us today, for sharing all of this wonderful education and wisdom with us. We, I really do appreciate you taking some of your time. Thank you. I likewise, because I thought I would do a podcast, and I don't think your listeners understand the hours behind your podcast, scheduling, editing, getting it up all of the things. And you did all of that work for me just to pop on and talk. And so you made it so easy for me to share my message and my passion with people who are ready to really start building that foundation. And so, so much gratitude from me to you for the work that you put into your podcast. You have to be passionate to produce a regular podcast with consistency. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. It is a lot of work. It is so much. It's worth it to, to support people and help them in their health journey. So I love that. I really enjoyed my conversation with Kristen. I think you could really hear her passion for helping people with their health. I think that was super evident in what she shared and just how she goes about running her business and sharing this message with so many people. I have personally incorporated using transdermal magnesium into my regimen since talking with her. So I feel like I learned a lot of things that I can apply to my life and I hope that you have as well. If you are interested in in ordering it or knowing more about it, there is a link in the show notes and on my website to where you can get to her website to learn more or to go ahead and order magnesium for yourself. My link will include a 10% discount. So make sure that you go through that link so that you can get a little discount on that. Also, she was gracious enough to offer a giveaway to three of my listeners. So that was so nice of her. She's going to give away a bottle of the 32 ounce of magnesium soak. And so all the details for how to enter that giveaway are going to be in the show notes as well as on my Instagram account. You can find that at Your Health Forward. The giveaway is going to run until the 30th. So you have a little bit of time. Make sure that you go check out that post, get all the details and do what you need to do to enter that giveaway so that you can try some magnesium as well for yourself. You can also follow Kristen at Living the Good Life Naturally on Instagram. And that's also her website if you want to know more about that. So that does it for me today, friends. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Keep moving forward. Go love your people well, and I'll talk to you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.